I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton, Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today we have a very interesting guest. Now, this guest has completed a hundred podcast episodes. Now, most people when they go out to start a podcast, they think about, oh, I'm going to be able to do twenty episodes, five episodes, and most people who started a podcast, especially during the lockdown, ended the podcast because. they couldn't think of topics beyond a point they couldn't continue with that consistency and on the habit coach podcast we only talk about consistency correct and what makes our guest really special is that he's only 11 years old so join me in welcoming our guest on the habit coach podcast welcome 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 thank you so much tell everybody your name and tell them what it is that you actually do hello everybody my name is samar chitta i am 11 years old and i'm in grade 5 so i run a podcast called Kidacity it's a weekly show where i talk about different things that kids my age will like and kids my age actually you know they show interest in so i'm nearing 100 episodes amazing 100 episodes how do you feel thinking about 100 episodes that you've done i think that the whole podcast journey was amazing and hitting 100 episodes is quite incredible so tell me something why did you start this podcast what was the first thought that happened in your mind when you started thinking about this podcast so i actually started in the lockdown 2020 in like march just as the lockdown started and covid was everywhere you know i was sitting at home my parents were listening to podcasts and i also was listening with them while they were listening i was in the room and then i thought that podcast as a whole topic as a whole genre in a way it's a very interesting thing so i was immediately hooked and then my parents helped me you know start my own podcast and i did it for fun and before that i had a youtube channel which i still do So there each day I had three good news that was relevant to that day and then at first I converted that into the podcast so each week I had three different good news that happened that week and then some places that you can visit or some things that you can do online actually because no one can go outside their houses at that time so after that slowly and slowly you know I really enjoyed podcasting so I just every week I uploaded episodes and then it kept transitioning my podcast what is it that keeps you consistent at it you know like 100 episodes is a lot correct so how do you stay consistent at doing it without fail for each of these actually sometimes i forget so my parents especially my mom she reminds me a lot but in terms of that i put out some time each week for my podcast like otherwise you know i have these sports classes the swimming basketball and then i also yeah kids your age are absolutely busy doing lots yes. of things right like when i look at my friends kids and they are like constantly busy they're busier than most of us are yeah. between work and school and not work but like school and tuitions and all of that it's crazy yeah so then i also play with my friends so mm. i'm like you know i have to have some time that i can do my podcast So I put out some time on a weekday which is generally Thursdays. So then I write my script and on the weekend Saturday or Sunday I record my podcast and my mom helps me edit. I'm learning to edit now. So then it goes live by Monday or Tuesday at max. So you are recording and now you're starting to edit your own episodes as well. Yes. What is it about editing that you like don't like? So I think the editing software it's actually quite simple to use. but then you know like cutting out all of that but then on top of that you know there are like when i'm doing the recording i do like these breaths i hold for some time and then it's weird when it comes in the podcast so removing those little bits is really hard and really like 
annoying. Yeah, because we don't realize this, especially as listeners, the amount of editing that goes into your podcast because there's so many puppers, furfers, yeah. all these kinds of noises that come out from our mouth that the engineers have to go and start removing these things from yeah. it. You know, when you started this podcast, right? Did you think that actually reach 100 episodes or it was something that you did for fun? What was the... So I started it for fun because, you know, I was stuck at home for a long time. I had nothing to do, no classes. So then I was like, you know, maybe after lockdown I'd stop and then because I'd have school again and all of that. But then what I realized was that actually it was quite a good thing and I really enjoyed it. So I was like, you know, actually... Yeah, let's continue. And now I'm at 100 episodes. What is the podcast doing for you? So it's teaching me actually a lot of things about the topics because I'm researching a lot and then I'm learning new things. You're doing all your research yourself? Yes. Hmm. So like, for example, episode 99, it's about Trinidad and Tobago. And then there, I found out that the world's spiciest chili pepper comes from there. And the world's finest quality cacao comes from Trinidad and Tobago too. So I was like, you know, this is really interesting. So I'm learning a lot that I'm researching about. So why did you decide to do something on Trinidad and Tobago? Nowadays, I realized that actually a lot of my friends and a lot of my listeners... Their favorite segment was One Country, Ten Amazing Things, which is my travel segment. So I decided to completely incorporate that into my podcast. Nice. So I was like, you know, each episode, we'd have one country or one place. And then we'd have five segments about the history, the culture, the cuisine, and about the geography and some facts. And most importantly, one problem or one thing that the citizens or the children there, a problem that they're facing, and how we can also take initiative about that. So each week, I put a change.org petition from that country. So like in Trinidad and Tobago, there is unequal education for unvaccinated children. So I thought that, you know, that was really unfair to the children. Which kind of vaccination? The COVID vaccination. Mm. So then I thought it was really unfair. So I was like, you know, we should raise awareness about this. Interesting. This will be your Hamniath country. Before this, I think it's like 21st. 21st country. Like in the 20s. Mm. And I also did 10 plus interviews about the people from each of the countries. You interviewed people from those countries? Yes. So you actually reached out to them. Yeah. You found somebody who is yes. specialization in that country. And yes. And also, actually, mostly people who live in that country or are citizens. Because mm. my dad, you know, he had friends from all around the world. So he helped me connect. So I did Canada, Philippines, Russia. So a lot of these countries. And what do you typically talk to all these guests about? So how life is in that country. And after that, you know, I realize how much it varies from India, how much it varies from the other people that I've talked to. And I also talk to about the problems that they face there. Out of all of them, which was the most interesting interview that were like, oh my God, I had no idea this was going on in this country. So actually, I think one of my favorite interviews, most interesting was about Canada. So Why? Canada is just like very like, plain vanilla. Yeah, <laughs> Canada's quite plain, mm. I think. But it was really interesting. You know, I found out about quite a bunch of stuff, but I can't recollect. But then... But you found the episode really interesting. Yes, because also the person, my dad's friend, mm. his kid, mm. also came onto the podcast along with him. So then I also asked him a lot of questions. I found out how life as a kid in Canada is like so much more different than India. So you have uh, episodes that are around different different countries. Yes. Then you have episodes around different books that you're reading and yes. reviewing these books. So firstly, tell people about how did you get into the habit of reading? 
So I love to read. I love to write. That's why in the beginning, when I was in grade two, I had this constant habit of reading a lot of books, and I had the constant habit of writing a lot. So my teacher said, you know, homework write one page about this something something. I wrote like four or five pages because I just enjoyed writing about that. I just enjoyed writing in general, and. Because of writing, I developed a habit of reading as well, and I saw all. So these... writing got you to start reading as well. Yeah, I think a little like mix. So mm. reading, I read a lot, and I used to also. Then that's why I was like, you know, I should start writing as well. And then I also wrote, and then that expanded my horizon of what to read. So they're like mixed. And reading, I read all these books like Roald Dahl, J.K. Rowling, Enid Blyton. So I realized that, you know, there were so many different perspectives when an author writes. And I realized that it's quite amazing how they get the characters to life, how the places, they just feel real. And that's what also inspired me to write. When you sleep, do you dream about these situations and yeah. places and all of them? Yeah. These characters come alive, right? That's yeah. the beauty of books. Sometimes I'm like stuck and there's a monster chasing after me. The BFG is chasing after me. Tell me, these are primarily fiction books. Do you read yes. non-fiction books also? Do you read self-help books also? Yes. So in the beginning, actually, I completely addicted to fiction books. It's my favorite genre. And each year we have to take a reading goal as well in our school. And my teacher noticed that I was reading primarily fiction books only maybe. But and she told me, you know, you should read more nonfiction. And that got me to the habit. I have a lot of nonfiction books, but I've never actually opened them and started reading them. But after that, I, you know, read more about nonfiction. And then I realized that it was also quite an interesting genre. And it taught a lot about the real world. Because I love countries, I love to travel as well. I have all these different books about different countries, especially about Japan. I have 20 books that are like The Art of Ikigai, Wabi Sabi, all these different Japanese aspects, elements and arts. This is so interesting. We're going to talk about your Japanese obsession for sure. He's wearing a Japanese t-shirt right now as yes. well while we're having this conversation. But coming back to reading, tell me what is your reading habit? When do you start reading? Do you have a fixed place where you read? What is the way that you do your reading? My reading, actually, I do it anywhere in my house because I enjoy like these small nooks and crannies because they just feel very cozy and your particular chair that you have yeah. that is your reading place yeah like I have this chair and then I put my legs up on the poof and then I just read for a long of time and now we got a hammock recently mm. and then on Sundays I just sleep on the hammock pick up a book and then I'm just swinging and I'm reading the book and I finish like 75% of the book wow and then you know I'm like oh my god I have a class or I have to go now so you read for large chunks of time yes and Sometimes because... Like half an hour, one hour, like how much? One hour, half an hour, yeah. Because... Three hours, four hours? Sometimes one and a half mm. hours. But generally these days, I'm like, I have other things as well. And I'm reading books like throughout the day, but at like short periods of time, like 20 minutes, like in the morning on the bus and then in the afternoon before I play and then in the night when I'm sleeping. So then I'm balancing out the reading across the day. So through the day, little, 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 it's almost like snacking that you're doing yeah. with your book. You're yeah. Eating a little, little, reading a little, little through it. Yeah. Now tell me, you know, when you're reading and I've just launched my book as well. So it's right behind you. It came out yeah. in Feb. And somebody told me, Ashtin, you're stupid. Why did you write a book? Because nobody reads anymore. 
right? And I was very upset. I was like, what do you mean by nobody reads anymore? So we started this whole thing on how to make reading a habit again. So we started doing workshops for book clubs, etc. for how to make reading a habit. What would be your top three habits for reading for people who've never picked up books, have never started reading? Why should they do it? And then what are three habits? Okay. I've also noticed that people who haven't read books a lot, they've watched movies though, like a bunch of them or a TV series. So what I recommended first, just look at the books because most of the books, most of the movies have been originated from the original books even though you may not know it. So Harry Potter... Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, all those came from books. Yes. So Harry Potter, it's really popular in the movie. A lot of my friends have watched it, but not as many have actually read the series. So I'd suggest that you should read the books of the movies that you watched. So then you'll understand the beauty of books. And my second tip is that you should read genres that interest you. And let's say a lot of people, they like planes. A lot of my friends, including me, I like aviation. Absolutely, me too. Yeah. Hmm. So read maybe nonfiction books about planes, about aviation. And then you'll also understand a lot more. And Like my father, one of his favorite genres when he was growing up in school was World War II fighters. Oh. Right? So World War II fighting aces and pilots. And it was all about that because he enjoyed planes and then he enjoyed that entire genre of World War II and all of that. So that was one interesting thing. Maybe that's something that people can think about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Tip number three. Tip number three. My third tip is that you should also just maybe find small amounts of time when you're doing nothing and try picking up a book and read it. And if you like it, continue reading it and just look at the blurb maybe in the library, go to your library in the school, in your class or the one in the public library near you. Just read the blurbs, spend some time and try and understand which kind of books and get a sense of which kind of books you'd like maybe. Interesting. All right, we're going to come back to the podcast after a quick break. Welcome back to the Habit Coach Podcast. Let's continue. What are the blurbs? The blurbs are the things at the back of the book. Right. So you always read the back as well. So do you have a set way of choosing a book? When you go to a bookshop, how do you choose a book? So my first priority is if I'm reading a series, pick the next book of the series. Mm -hmm. So I can finish that series. But I also look for new books from my favorite daughter. Like Sudha Murthy, she when she released her Gopi Diaries book, I had already read her The Magic Jam, all her stories. So I was like, you know this, I like Sudha Murthy. She's one of my favorite authors. Why not also see the Gopi Diaries, what it's about? Mm. And then I read the book and then I also enjoyed it. So when I go to the bookstore, I see what are the new books in each of the genres. What are the new books in fiction, nonfiction? And which one of them interests me? And then I'll pick out, I haven't tried this author yet. I haven't tried this series yet. I haven't tried this genre yet even. So I'm like, you know, let's try. So one of my favorite tips is always read the blurb, like you said. Yes. And then go through the table of contents. So what is the index? Go through the index so you know what kind of chapters are there, what's happening next, especially for nonfiction books. Yes. Right? Fiction books, you'll have strange titles. Yeah. But nonfiction books, will at least tell you what you will learn or what you will pick up through the book. So that is another way of looking at it. You do book reviews. What does your reviews sound like? This is good. This is bad. Or like you go into like the depth of character formation and things like that. How do you review your books? I think it would be in the middle. Mm -hmm. I don't go exactly a lot into depth. So my main priority is like talk about these four or five things 
that I've already decided. One, the language, genre, and the length of the book. Mm -hmm. So to give a basic overview. Two is a two-part. It's about the book, short summary, and then about the author who has written the book and short summary about them. My third part is why I recommend this book to people like me who are my age. And my fourth part is a rating out of five out of ten. Okay, so out of five or out of ten, both have a very different meaning. Oh yeah, out of five. Out of five. Yeah. So the rating at the end of how you think about the book. Also, I think it's important what kind of people will enjoy this kind of book, right? Like what kind of bent of mind mindset comes yes. from this. So you love reading. Yes. You love writing. You've written how many books? You've written a couple. Yes, I've written two mm. and I'm working on my third book now. You already started writing your third book? Well, not started. It's mm. about the Indian army and lessons that we, the children, can learn from, you know, the people in the army and the whole organization. Fictional or non-fiction? It's non-fiction. Mm. So in that book, it will be split into chapters, different lessons. So far, I have interviewed quite a few people, including the COAS, mm -hmm. the chief of army staff, and asked them about the same questions throughout to see what kind of different opinions are going to be there and what kind of similar opinions are going to be clashing. And, you know, then I realized that a lot of people said that time is very important and that you have to be on time anywhere you go. You can't give any excuses. You can't be like, oh, no, my car broke down. And even if someone dies on the way, you're like, no, no excuses. So time was something that you picked up as yes. a very important aspect for the armed forces. Yes. You have very graciously gifted me a book of yours. Yes. Tell us about the book. What is the title? What is it? I'm going to hold it up for people who are watching it on YouTube. But for people who are just listening to the podcast, well, you should be checking it out on YouTube as well. All right. Tell me about the book. Konichiwa Izumi. So it is titled Konichiwa Izumi Adventures in 2040. Mm -hmm. So 2040. Yes. All right. Very much in the future. Mm hmm. And in this book, it's set in Japan. So when is 2040, how old will you be? Now I'm 11, 23, so 18, 28. 28, okay, fine. So you'll be still fairly like yeah. in the thick of it at that point of time. Yeah. All right, lovely. So the main summary of this book is the main character Izumi mm -hmm. and his dog Akira. They go on adventures across Japan, across Tokyo mainly, and each time they face a different problem in each of the chapters that some of them are in the future, some of them still are happening around us now and they're just escalated. So an example is the first chapter, it's titled Izumi and Ichitron. Mm -hmm. So Ichitron is the name of the robot who wants to take over Tokyo. Oh, he's taking over Tokyo. Yes. All right. Spoiler alert. Mm. <laughs> but does he take over like Tokyo in the first couple of chapters or is it? Each chapter has its own story. So okay. you'll find out what happens in the end of the chapter. It's the year 2040 in Tokyo, Japan, the robot capital of the world. I love the starting line of the chapter. There are robots everywhere. Subway trains look like high speed bullet trains super fast. A flight to Singapore from New York, the longest plane route in the world, takes just five hours. The world's population is about 14 billion and India is, is the country with the largest population. 24-year-old Izumi. You're going to be 24 at that point of time. Is this the same? No, I'm not Izumi. Okay, you're not Izumi. Okay, Izumi fine. is, well, now he would be seven. Seven. So 24-year-old Izumi lives alone and works for a robot company near Tokyo Bay. Lovely. So I love the way that I started. Straight into it, you're describing what the current scenario is going to be. Who taught you to write like this? I also took these online courses. There was this Tinkle course. Mm -hmm. And I learned a lot from it. I also took the Scholastic Writers Academy course. And then the book just came out like a week ago. So technically, I'm on my 2.5 
book because I've written that book with a lot of other authors. Each of them is a story that we have imagined and we have gotten help from our mentor. Tell me, when you were writing this book, what was the process for writing it? Like, Do you have a structure? Do you have a habit of how you're going to write? When I was writing this book, it was COVID. It was still lockdown, but it was 2021. So I had much more time on my hands. And each day after school, I would write like very little to get an understanding and to at least have a little progress. And by the time the weekends came, I used to write more. But the original start for what this What is book, your definition of very little, firstly? Because very little is like... You said instead of one page, I used to send four pages in to my teacher. So that is not very little. I used to send half a page if the teacher told me one page. So <laughs> what is your definition of very little? Very little me like... 4,000 words or something. No, <laughs> like one paragraph. Okay. One paragraph, two paragraph, one mm. page, maybe. But I actually originally started writing this for my podcast. And each week I would have a story about Izumi... And they'd all be combined. After that, I thought, well, this would also make a great book. So I combined all of them together and added two more chapters. And there it is. Kunishiwa Izumi was then made. Fantastic. Have you been to Izumi in Bombay? Have you been to the restaurant? Oh, yeah, actually, we were going out yesterday. Mm-hmm. We were staying in Bandra. And my dad sent, uh, you know, he was like, should you go to Izumi? I was like, sure, maybe. But then we ended up going to the Farmer's Cafe. Farmer's Cafe. Yeah. That's where I just had lunch from. But you must go to Izumi. Absolutely fantastic food. Yes. Best of the Japanese food that is there around here. So please, please do check it out. Okay. Now tell me, where did your obsession for Japan start? Why Japan? Well, when I was three years old. Mm -hmm. I won't say very young because you said... Thank you. Because you said I'm still young. Yeah, we just started. Oh, when I was very young. How young? You're still young. What are you talking about? No, no. When I was three, (laughs) three is very young. Eleven is okay. Fine. Seven is what? What I mistaken your age for? Seven seven is middle. Yeah, seven is middle. Seven. I was okay. Okay. All right. Coming back. You were three Uh, years old. I was three years old and, you know, I was in my grandmom's house. And there on the cable TV, you know, Doraemon used to come 24-7 all the time. It used to be on Disney Channel. So I'd be sitting in front of the TV and I'd be watching Doraemon. And by the time I already knew like two or three episodes by heart, I knew exactly what happened. Because they kept playing on loop. Right. But then I didn't mind. I was like, you know, why not watch it again? It's interesting. And then when I was watching, I realized that, you know, Japan as a whole... It didn't exactly depict Japan, like, quite thoroughly. But then I still got really fascinated. Like, they had the dorayaki, mm-hmm. or like Doraemon says, dora cakes. And I was like, this is such a cool, you know, thing. And all the markets, all of the city. And I was like, this is really cool. And that's why I was instantly hooked. And at that time, I started watching Shinchan as well. And after that, in online school, now when I had more access to computers, because I had to have one to do my classes. So I was then researching constantly about Japan in my breaks, those 20 minute breaks between classes. I was constantly researching about Japan. And I have like five different types of itineraries planned. One for one week, one for 15 days, one for one month, one for even a year. What are the places that you are very excited to visit in Japan? Tokyo for sure Mm -hmm. and Kyoto Mm -hmm. because of you know very old temples temples, Mm -hmm. yeah Osaka Mm -hmm. the food even though I'm vegetarian oh no you can't do this why okay fine what will you do in Japan you just eat white rice yeah and soy sauce oh no No, you can add wasabi to everything yeah it'll clear your sinuses all right okay coming back so (laughs) you're vegetarian so you'll go to Osaka and then what will you eat in Osaka you won't be able to have any of the I'll eat veg takoyaki 
there's no wedge takoyaki. I bet there is. No, somewhere. no, no. Takoyaki is octopus. You yeah. can't you can't have a wedge octopus. They'll put paneer in it in <laughs> India. Correct. We'll have to have tokayaki in here. So all if you ever go to the Osaka market, all the shops are playing ta ta takoyaki ta ta takoyaki. So for the next three days, all we were doing was in our hotel room sitting and singing ta ta takoyaki. It was really funny. All right, so that was Samarth, and we were talking about his hundredth episode. Now, this was just part one. Make sure you stick around for part two. Now, if you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM Network. You can listen to us on ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are IBM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am at Ashdin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to my website awesome180.com. Now, I have just published my first book. It is called Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. Please do check it out on Amazon and wherever else you get your books.